0: Yep, 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 yep. I don't got a reason to laugh They gave me the key to the sky. But I'd rather open my eyes, cause that's what'll keep me alive. Something that sees in my mind. people do not fuck up my day. Everybody want a headline, I don't got nothing to say. Except I'm coming back with the freshness. You know I love making it In this episode, I'm going to discuss about how when we reverse engineer. Our feelings we can literally change our lives and before we dive in there's a lot of uh, stigma around the phrase change your life like we hear that majorly in network marketing companies MLMs like change your water change your life change your fucking habits change your life although changing your habits will change your life and uh, it's a perfect segue into creating habits a lot of times there are let me just let me just start by saying there are two different modes of energy states that human beings operate in mode number one is restrictive energy and mode number one is our default energy state it's like we 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 want to um, for some reason like we allow ourselves to be blocked off from all creation from all uh, from all intuitive insights from the downloads from wisdom from the things that are within ourselves and like our own confidence in our ability to uh, survive or even thrive rather Um, restrictive energy is is synonymous to survival energy because what do you do when you're in survival mode what happens right now when the stock market is being so volatile and our country is on uh on on an edge and russia and ukraine are potentially talking about duking it out in some world war 3 post-apocalyptic type creation shit like what happens there what happens when there's a narrative of a virus that is so uh spread and contorted Via the media, that it literally sends people into a panic, right? Well, the stores lose, you know, they, the, the, the shelves lose a space or they gain space rather, they become empty because people are hoarding uh, toilet paper people go and they get bottles of water they're they're trying to um they're trying to preserve their livelihood right and so they go into a survival state aka a restrictive state and it that's not like that's not an abundant thing because what are you doing you're holding on to your resources you're holding on to um, the only thing that you know because you're just trying to survive and get to the next day well in my personal opinion that's no way to live a fucking life that is absolutely no way to live a life and in fact um, it is it is detrimental and in fact it that that way of living um, gets bred into your DNA It, it, it becomes your your DNA uh, it's, it's just the basics of creating a habit right it's Pavlov's dogs when you call the dogs more and more and more and you have a bell assigned to their reward which is the food right um, pretty soon you can you know generate stimulus without having like a reward and so then you've trained the dog to salivate at the sign of a bell rather than the sign of food Right, and so without getting too far off track here like you can habitualize something so much to where it becomes second nature of course right but then you know what happens when it becomes you know uh, a personality what happens when it becomes a livelihood what happens when it becomes like the way you are right what happens when it becomes generational your, your kid your son or your daughter develops that same trait. And although it can be cute to be like, oh, you're just like your father or you're just like your mother, is it if your father or your mother don't have like what you want? So like, wouldn't it make sense to just start creating new patterns, new adaptive patterns for yourself so that generationally, You can begin to evolve. You can begin to make better decisions. You can begin to feel uh, happier, more joy. You can begin to attract rather than trying to claw, you know, uh, like claw out of survival, out of this restrictive energy, right? Wouldn't it make sense to have your lineage like, be on an upward trend rather than a downward scarcity minded trend now i understand that that might be easier said than done and it is because it requires you to step up to the plate and understand what patterns are already playing to your demise um, over the long term can you see what the 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 impact of what you're doing today one year from now how about five years from now how about ten years from now and then again generationally right so it's what we can do right now and again the odds are stacked against us it's not fucking fair out there all right nobody said that it would be nor that it ever will be fair and that's okay because I don't expect a fair game I expect bullshit to happen from every single corner but in my own sovereignty be able to prepare for this bullshit to come so that it doesn't rock my boat quite as gnarly as it would somebody who doesn't expect it or or might be naive to you know the nuances of 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 living um and so you know this is all healthy practice is something that i've personally been working on something that i work on with my clients is to shift from restrictive mode into number two expansive mode what is expansion feel like what does that feel like take a second right now to feel, to feel what it might be like to live from a state of expansive energy. All this is like the thoughts that are associated with expansive energy are, are, are thoughts of abundance, are thoughts of hope, are thoughts of motivation, of inspiration, of being okay where you are right now because it's only merely a part of the journey. Can you be okay with where you are right now with the understanding that this is all a part of the plan? Can you do it? It's not easy. It's not easy. I've had to build the habit of catching myself falling into panic modes and coming out of that, emerging that, you know, through a pro- just like rigorous process of asking questions why am i feeling this way why is it me like what's going on what's wrong and then you know changing like that's a a step in the right direction if you're asking like why am i feeling this way what's wrong with me like what's happening like i need to get to the bottom of this that's good that's okay that's like okay at best but then what you'll what you're doing even if you're asking those lower level questions is you're getting yourself into the 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 idea of asking questions to begin with because the questions are the answer I've heard that from dozens of mentors of mine the questions are the answers if you don't have good answers ask better questions and that can be hard to be patient with Because it takes time and it takes practice and it takes you just sitting alone in your apartment, feeling bad, and you don't want like you don't like you don't have a ton of energy to just be like, oh, why? What is the root cause of this belief that I have? You know, but instead you kind of just like you can't decide whether you want to like stay up, take a nap, or just scroll on social media or do whatever. Like you're in a blasé state of affair, right? And that's when it's the hardest to get yourself out of this funk and that is downward spiral, okay? Do you need a nap? Take the fucking nap. Do you need to go out and get some sunlight and go jog and do some cardio? Then do that, right? Create your your upward spiral and that can start with questions because you can either have an answer that leads you towards taking action and essentially just changing up your physiology so that you feel better Or it might, uh, you know, asking these questions might give you perspective on a business project or a corporate you know uh like a job assignment or a task that you have from a superior or you know a relationship insight you know that you might be able to just generate on the spot and have a solution and start feeling better towards you might be able to see the the long-term benefit of those things and that might rile you up in the moment to take a small form of action in order to get there right small actions are the name of the game small actions will put you in an upward spiral upward spiral or a downward spiral so understand what is working for you and what is not because momentum works both ways up and down all right so it's really important to be a steward of our mind Uh, and our bodies because it's all a part of the process our body is so wise it will tell us exactly what we need if you can become sensitive enough to listen to it and to hear it out so with that i want to end with this a healthy nervous system is a happy and successful life a healthy nervous system is a happy and successful life if you can do the things to balance your nervous system to increase your sensitivity to kind of move away uh, essentially move away from the harmful things in life such as your you know things that are in your environment Um, might be you know people in your peer group might be people that you hang out with after work you know going to the bar right on every single weekend spending money to poison yourself literally I'm not saying that I'm a saint and that I don't drink alcohol I love a good glass of red wine just as the next guy does but um, in if you have goals it might be worth reconsidering going to the bars every single day if you have friends do like have dedicated time for your friend group but also commit to yourself and working on your craft because it's only you who's going to move the needle forward get good at networking do all of that stuff Um, and you know some other environmental things to taking uh, consideration of are like water quality what is the quality of your water looking like there's fluoride in almost every single city's town uh city's tap water and fluoride you know although it can help strengthen our teeth or whatever the case which you know there are studies saying that that might be debatable um it does wear down the mechanism of our body it can uh, destroy tissues it can calcify um, you know circulation it can calcify you know even the brain which is really scary things like alzheimer's and stuff can be um, developed over time over low dose exposure to things like fluoride and uh, other metals and glyphosate in our tap water so there's that there's organic foods you know avoiding glyphosate which is, you know, essentially a carcinogen from my understanding that really just wears down on the entire body, especially your endocrine system, you know, the the system that is in charge of balancing your hormones, right? And so, you know, all of this stuff is is playing against us and to in in and our sensitivity for in which we perceive life with. Does that make sense? So, be mindful of this stuff down to the media you consume the water you consume how you take showers like the 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 shampoo and the conditioner that you put on your bed like cleaning products all of that with that um we'll end this episode thank you for tuning in i hope you enjoyed